You know, law enforcement, I am pro-law enforcement. I, have, I come from a family of law enforcement. Uh, my, I had three cousins. One of them was a lieutenant in narcotics in New York City. Out of his mind. I think he retired, but he loved it. I mean, being an officer to him was like playing on a team with Jordan yeah. or, you know, uh, being on the Yankees. He just loved it. And uh, unfortunately, I also had a couple of uncles who got shot and killed for wearing oh. the uniform. So even though I thought about being it, because I'm an ex-Army guy, yeah. I always said, man, at the back of the at, at, at the back of my mind will always be, I might leave to do my job and not come home. Sure, yeah. And that's a reality that you have to deal with, isn't it? Is. It is, oh, absolutely, every day. Every day. Um, and, you know, the job's not getting any easier, that's no. for sure. Um, and, and, you know, being a police officer is, it's, it's not... Uh, uh, most of the time when I get introduced to people, yeah, I'm introduced as this is Brian. He's a cop. <laughs> and it's true. Do they it, look funny it's, when it's they say of, that? It's part of your identity yeah. in, in, when you're a police officer. You know, if you're a carpenter or, or you're a computer guy, no one knows what you do when you get introduced to people at a party. But it always comes out what I do for work. Because sure. th this profession um, because becomes a part of your identity. And um I love this job. Uh, I, I love law enforcement. Did you always know you wanted to be? I, I did, and it, it's funny because um, when I was in high school, um, I had a little wild streak. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Not, no, no real felonies. Didn't we but, all? Yeah. Yes. So, but what happened was uh, Cops, the show Cops came out. Oh, really? And I started watching Cops, and I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Right. And when I was in college, I started taking some criminal justice classes. And before you knew it, I decided that's what I wanted to do. And I always thought about it in the back of my mind. And, you know, everyone has their different reasons why they wanted to get in law enforcement. You know, I want to help the community and, and all that good stuff. But um, I don't like bullies. I never did like bullies. I don't like people being victimized by sure. bullies, by bad yeah. people. And um, this is a great profession to get in if, you know, you, you, you want to, we can do everything that we can do to prevent from people from being victimized and, and, you know, and investigate and arrest people who do uh, commit crimes. So I, there's so much about this job I love. Uh, there really is. And it's not just about getting bad guys. I love, I am uh, the sergeant of the community relations unit of the agency. Um, I have the best job in the whole department. I'll tell anybody that. Um, I, d I get to do all this community outreach stuff and all the programs and active shooter civilian programs and uh, kids programs. I go on the radio a lot. Um, I'm the public information officer for the agency. So basically, I love my job. I still love going out there and doing police work as well. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, still, I still love doing that. Um, it's just I started doing this in 1997, and uh, in Massachusetts, if you couldn't tell by the accent. Yeah, I mean, being in South Florida, they definitely know you're not from Alabama no, when no, you start no. speaking. No, no, <laughs> and that's that's the one caveat I wanted Pull the to add. Car over now. I do want to hang out with your cousin. Yeah, but is he a Yankee fan? <laughs> that I have a problem with. He is, he is a Yankee uh, fan. I'm a Mets it. fan. Okay, good. So we can hang. Good. Okay. So you want to talk about the '86 World Series? No, I don't. And you, you want to hear something funny? <laughs> Before I got hired with the department, I yeah. drove uh, limousines for my sister-in-law. She owned a limousine company locally. Yeah. And I drove uh, Mookie Wilson. Oh, I picked him up. Oh, I, no he, way. He had the contract with the New York <laughs> Mets. So I was picking up players. all, that, And I took them to, and there was a pitcher. Uh, he was a relief pitcher. And I took them down to the breakers yeah. to, uh, to a fundraiser. And, oh, yeah, he got in the car. And I said, boy, I've waited a long time <laughs> to get you in this car. And he, he's like, he, from my accent, he's like, oh, dear, here we go. But, uh, 
Yeah, him and it was funny. What a nice guy! And yeah, he, he and seemed Joe like Buckner he was a nice guy. Yeah. We're best best friends. They said oh, they talked God, almost every day. Buckner, yeah, I mean, I I watched a game. I was in the army serving overseas, mm-hmm. and it was I don't know three o'clock in the morning or something, and I'm watching it like Keith Hernandez who went into the dugout is like, oh, I guess it's over. Yeah, and then that oh, happened, oh. and it was like. Oh my God! <laughs> so, the the Boston Red Sox fan said that that curse is true. It's real. There are two moments in my lifetime that I will never forget. Sports related heartbreak, and yeah. that is that's that, got to be up the, there. The, the yeah. Mets '86, and when the New England Patriots lost our perfect season. When we when we lost to the Giants. To the Giants. So yes. I, I literally. And I'm a Giants fan. Oh yes. dear. <laughs> so. <laughs> Those, are the, those are the two moments in, in, in sports history, in my sports history, that I will never forget. And we got a reasons. little bit lucky. I mean, look, that yeah. catch, yeah. come on. Yeah. yeah, But also, you know what? We had a defense that was on Brady all game yes. long. Yeah. Yeah, I have down. memories. My late dad, we watched both Super Bowls, and I was like, oh, my God, if we never do anything, we beat the GOAT twice. Yeah. Because Brady, come on. He's the greatest that's ever played. I'm still mad at him. I'm going to be honest with you. I, you you got to ta- be. I, I'm not talking to him. You got to be. Yeah, no. He goes I, to Tampa Bay and wins another Super Bowl ring. Who, who leaves the Patriots? You know, I, Why I, would they let him leave? I, 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 that I don't know. <laughs> but, but the thing that I compare it to is, you know, growing up, there's two, well, several sports-related gods in Boston. Yeah. But the one that I can equate to, to Tom Brady would be Larry Bird. Larry yes. Bird was a the man. Yeah, we used yeah. to. I watched every game. He was. It was so great times. Would Larry Bird ever play for another team? I no. No. Magic Johnson. Same deal. Same deal. Same deal. Right. And You're Tom a, Brady. You, yeah. Exactly. Still mad. Right. Still it, mad. It, it's terrible to see the the legacy and all you've done, and then you go play and for somewhere gone. else. And and I get it. I guess he wasn't happy and and all that. It stuff. It definitely but, wasn't the money. So that right. you know, we're never gonna know maybe what the real reason is. Yeah. But, but my God, there you go. He goes now. Obviously, he didn't just win by himself. Tampa's no. a really good team. Sure. But a real great leader like him takes the rest of the team to the next level. He is amazing. As angry as I am with him, (laughs) he is the greatest of all time, no doubt. Speaking of angry, back in the law enforcement, you know, think about it. You you go in for the right reasons. You want to help. You want to serve, protect. These lunatics who want to defund the police, yeah, come to my neighborhood and see if you're going to defund anybody. I feel great because there's three, I live in Jupiter Heights. I have three deputies that live in my block. Yeah. Love it. And so, but it's got to be hard because let's face it, there's a lot of anger out there. Oh, there is. You're pulling someone over, or you're trying to do your job, and the first thing they want to do is bite your head off. Well, how do you deal with that? Well, let me just say this that I am very fortunate to be a law enforcement officer in Martin County. Yes. This is a wonderful, wonderful county, uh, mostly all law, supportive of law enforcement. Yes. So, Having said that, yes, you, you you do run into these situations sometimes where uh, people don't like you, period, based on, <laughs> yeah. based on the uniform you wear, and it doesn't matter what you do or say. Um, that 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 you know they're not going to like you and they're, they're going to resist as much as possible that's got to be hard to deal with on a daily basis you're out there trying to do the right thing and you deal i mean let's face it people lie to you every day and yes. they're doing crazy stupid things yes they oh, of course and so you how do you, you have to have as law enforcement you have to have either coaching or a psychologist to help you deal with it because i got to tell you you may be the nicest guy in the world but after a few months of that on a daily basis 
it's got to put you in a bad mood. It does. It, it does take its toll on you. You know, after um, you know, nine eleven. Yeah. You remember the support for first responders? Yes. Police and fire yeah. and EMTs and you know, and the the country really rallied behind the profession. And now we, how we've gotten to this point. Um, you know, and I know the men and women that I work with, yeah. uh, day in and day out, do just what you say. They they get up in the morning and they want to serve their community to the best of their ability. No ill intentions. No, and I'll tell you, you know, you talk about bad cops. If there's bad cops, yes, there's bad cops. Every there's profession. Bad, there's bad radio show hosts. There's bad judges. There's bad lawyers. There's bad teachers. There's bad everything. Evan, That's right. you don't have to look at me like that. You're not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> He he did look at you a little bit, Evan. <laughs> did, so there might be some. So it's because of the oatmeal yeah, smoothie you made not, him yeah, drink. Still tasting that. I mean, that's just. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's bad everything. Right. I'm a look. I'm a financial advisor and yeah. planner, and I do my. You don't think I run into people that go, oh yeah, this last advisor of burned course, me. They stole, yeah, you know, from sure. me. So you're right. Every profession has good and bad. It's, I gotta say it's the minority. Oh, I mean, I've, it's not, I've done this job yeah. for a long time, and, and granted, I, I've worked for uh, actually three different agencies. Um, one was a volunteer basis, a long time ago. Um, but I, I've I can honestly tell you that I've never run into a guy that's out there to do bad. Um, yeah. I'm not saying they're not out there; they are. Sure. But one thing I've learned throughout my career is myself and other officers that I've worked with, if there was a bad apple, we're going to be the first to get rid of that bad apple because we don't want to be associated exactly. with it. Exactly. You know, we don't, we, the good cops don't want to be associated with them and we're going to want them out just as much as anybody else. That's got to be the reasoning for the body cams, right? Oh, body cameras, when they first came out mm -hmm. and, you know, there's this big push for body cameras. And of course, two things that cops hate, the way things are and change, okay? <laughs> think about that but it's the truth <laughs> we don't like the way things are and we don't like change okay so anyways we got the body cameras and of course everyone's resistant and oh here's another yeah. thing we have to do right to gotta watch what them. i say well yeah yes <laughs> but i will tell you this hands down that body cameras uh benefit the officers 10 times more than anything i would else. have to say absolutely 10 times, more. 10 times more i mean i've had people come in uh, when i got promoted a sergeant and i was a road patrol uh, shift commander and i've had people maybe one, not a lot, two or three yeah. people, come in to file a complaint about what the officer said and did on the traffic stop when they got their ticket. And I would say to them, okay, great, let's let's go back and sit and watch the body camera footage <laughs> together <laughs> to make sure that everything we're talking about is... Is legit, right. And yeah. you have, what now? What do you have? Well, well we, got, we got the whole thing on. Yeah, we have a... Yeah, and uh, never mind. Yeah, never they want to drop, they want to drop, yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> has, it has dramatically dropped the, um, the complaints, the frivolous complaints, uh, dramatically because and, and you know it also gets to show judges when you go to trial this is what we're dealing with the, you know the person that's sitting in the courtroom is polished and in a suit yeah and sure okay but this is what we dealt with right. this is this is what you know really happened so body cameras to me i think are the greatest things um i think they're 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 wonderful they protect us they protect yeah, the public absolutely. too don't get me wrong yeah yeah i'm not saying but it really body cameras are wonderful and i i think that um that every law enforcement officer, if they don't have body cameras, they would should certainly want them because it, I would definitely want one because again, yep. I don't want someone to say this guy did this and 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 I, you know, there's no proof of it because sure. again, every day you've got to deal with this. I think uh, we don't have anyone on the phone, do we? Uh, okay, we're going to take a short break here and come back with Sergeant Basio. All right, we are back with Sergeant Basio. Hey, I have a question: Is Dennis? Uh, 
Dennis Ashley still uh, in uh, working in the student police? No, uh, actually. He retired years ago, he right? He retired um, right before I got hired, which would be 10 years ago. But unfortunately, mm. he passed away about, I want to say, three or four months ago. Oh, wow. What happened? Yeah, he, uh, he had some health issues. And um, unfortunately, he passed in. What a nice What a great guy. Yo, Everybody just, knew him. Just Listen, he would walk in. I've seen him because I, I play in bars. And, you know, yeah. I've they'd call because somebody be getting rowdy dennis would show up and all of a sudden everybody would calm down yeah I don't, he was he had that gift yeah he's he, he just a, just a real gentle nice uh caring um individual and wonderful officer and yeah, yeah I, just, I didn't have the opportunity to work with yeah. him but i have heard so many things about him what a great, great guy yep. his brother was a teacher at martin county high which uh, i saw him then and i used to poke fun at his brother too dennis and he said, well, I'm not my brother. Yeah. So, so Dennis would show up and say something like, okay, well, what's going on? I guess you're not having a good day today, huh? And people just be like, oh, nice and calm. So I do have a question. Man, this COVID thing must have been really tough in the last year, well, especially when yeah. it first hit, right? Yeah, when it first hit, you know, we're just like everybody else. We don't know what this is right. all about. We're like, what the heck are we dealing some, with? I know you're doing 90 miles an hour, sir, but because of COVID, I'm just let you going to go by, well, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, don't move a bit much. But yeah, no, we, we, we certainly had to change some protocols and yeah you know and we had to use a lot of discretion and that's a big part of this job we can talk about but we had to use a lot of discretion if someone didn't have to go to jail um, then they could get a notice to appear and th there was a lot of that going on because we didn't want to bring people to the jail because of this virus and sure transporting them in the vehicles and and a lot of the calls that we took if it wasn't necessary for an officer to respond would take do it over the phone I so, see yeah we did a lot of um, but I mean if you had changing. to go into a house and everything got to do it because when this when this thing was I'm, I, like March and April of last year, yeah, when it was like, uh oh, this is real. Oh yeah, it's here in Florida and everywhere. Yeah, we we actually um, had our briefings mm -hmm. uh, outside in the parking lot to socially distance. And, <laughs> and yeah, it was it was uh, a lot of a lot of change, and um, you know, we just went with it. We still have a job to do. You can't just shut down. You know, people still going to have emergencies and crimes committed, and so. We had to carry on and just hope for the best. Yeah, I've had a few uh, sheriffs as uh, clients because I'm a, I'm an FRS uh, pension oh, expert. But Stewart has their own pension? No, we're FRS. I would love to talk and help. I, I, I went to um, uh, Mas uh, Sheriff Mascara's uh, office in Fort Pierce a few times to help them because a lot of a lot of uh, officers, instead of the regular pension, they go into the investment That's plan. what I'm in. And I, I'm a fiduciary. I manage those investment plans for people. No kidding. Yeah. So I definitely want to, you know, help out the officers because yeah. a lot of times you're so busy, you don't know what to do, and and there's a lot to what you do. I think we do have we have Mr. Sparaz on the line. Hey, Mike, are you there? I am here. Awesome. So uh, what's going on in the PNC world today, my friend? Not, not too much. I just wanted to touch on some, uh, I know you guys live in like summer 24-7 down there. but um, Absolutely. We it, love it. it we <laughs> stick it in your face every time we can get it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But it, uh, it's that time of the year again, obviously. I'm assuming even down there, based on being down there, there's much more boating going on when it's really hot out. Um, yes. There's a lot of jet skis getting out of the water and watercrafts getting out of the water. Um so, you know, now's the time to take a look at those policies, make sure they're up to date, make sure you have the right coverage that you need out there to be boating and having fun. 
Um, and so, how expensive you know, is it to have going. boating coverage as a, compared to like you know auto and home? Like, is it is it a lot? I, I've never how, heard how of much it. in terms of premium you talking about. Yeah, I mean, I I know this is how ignorant I am on that, but you've got to have insurance yep. with a boat in case some guy who <laughs> runs into you in the water, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to be you got to be careful for a couple reasons. One, the liability part, of okay. course, right? If you hit somebody and they sue you because you, God forbid, you killed somebody on the water, or you injured somebody. <laughs> So well, the pe- people don't part. drink when they're on boats in the water, do they? No, no, they, no, they so don't do that. Sorry, no, no, right? no, 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 no. Have you? <laughs> how, wait. Do, how do you sit in front of a judge and say, "Hey, I got a deal"? Well, what, what were you? What were you driving? No, actually, I was on my boat. Your a honor. BUI, sure, no, that's it's a called judge. a BUI. Yeah, it is boating under Bo- the influence. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it really is. You can get arrested for BUI. So how do you? I mean, it's not like you have a whole bunch of uh, patrol on the water. There's a lot less. So what are the odds that? You're going to get pulled over on a boat. You'd be surprised. I'll tell you. You're running yeah, it, into sandbars and, and accidents and crashes and stuff. So, Mike, do you have any BOI uh, <laughs> clients that you've given them a special premium with? I, I, I don't. I don't. I try and stay away if I have to on that stuff. You discriminant person, you. Are you kidding me? That's a- Doesn't Don't people deserve a second, third, fourth, and fifth chance? <laughs> of course they did. Ten of them. Give them ten. Give them ten full chances. I'm sorry. Uh, you know when you call here, uh, you're going to get some smart-ass comments from time to time, right? I know. I Can know. I say ass on the uh, air? Did, did I just break a law? <laughs> I did twice. I'm sorry. I, I, I say arse. Arse? Okay. Not arse. Yet. Thank you. I appreciate that. So anyway, so, hey, look, maybe that's the angle in Florida. People with boating insurance is going to get a special rate from Mr. Sparaza. What do you think? That's right. That's right. Yeah, we'll do our best. I can't promise any special deals, but we can always do our best. It's always something. Again, you just never know. Uh, you know, over time things change, coverages change, premiums change. So take a look at those. You know, values of your boat may change. Um, that's another thing. Rates are based on what's the value of that watercraft or boat. So um, you know, and then not not to jump the gun too early, but. Before you know it, hurricane season will be here, so you got to make sure you're all set on, on that end. So the number to call is 855-TFG-AUTO, but that, that includes right. boat. You know, it's tough to compete with ostriches on TV and stuff, you know. I see that commercial all the time, so maybe you should ostriches. get, like, an animal and do a commercial. You might get some more ostriches interest. And, ostriches and lizards. But they're called ostriches. emus, right? Emus, yeah. Yeah, you know how I know okay. that? Because they were serving ostrich beef jerky on the show today. I'm still uh, tasting it. Yeah. And they gave it to Sergeant Basio. He's still burping. I still it. taste it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. bad. Yeah. Mike, always a pleasure, brother. I know we're going to yep. talk next week. L- folks, yep. just call 855-TFG-AUTO and see if he can save you some money. Stay uh, stay I warm, my friend, okay? I will. Thank you. All right. Bye now. Yeah, so um, that's something else. And, and, and so, yes, speaking of pensions with, with law enforcement, because... I mean, a lot of people do go to the investment plan because you don't know. I mean, what is the life expectancy of a lot of officers? I don't know what it is now, but I know it's substantially less than other careers in, yeah. in the general public after retirement. What the um, you know are expected? How long people live for? Cops typically don't live much longer. The stress compared alone. to the rest of society, yeah, because yeah. you know you have that adrenaline, the stress, and even you know when you're when you're on duty you're always at a different level whether you're on a call or not whether you're you know writing reports or you're always in a heightened sense of awareness and you know 
I've had days uh, where it's been quiet and you really not many calls and not not many uh, proactive stops or anything like that and you still go home exhausted because of course you were just mentally yeah. on a different level and uh, you're you never off I mean let's face it you, you clock out you're going to the supermarket to buy something still and, stop. and somebody's you know robbing someone or doing something yes. you have to do something you, to, you don't you don't say hey I'm sorry I clocked out no. not my problem no no, no so no. that alone 24 hours a day you are literally on the clock you 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 are yes I mean obviously you're not going to be at that same you know heightened sense that you are when you're on duty on the clock but yeah you always are you're always looking around always it's funny we go to restaurants and I my <laughs> wife knows I always have to sit yes. with my back to the wall, and, and, and I just do it. That's what I with, do, see? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, and I'm not in law enforcement. Yeah, I, but, it's like a new, it's a Northeast thing, is right? Is that what, I, I, I just <laughs> lie to need to know what's going on. Yeah, that's right, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, there are some perks to being law enforcement. I mean, uh, I know you're married, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of gals like a guy in uniform, They do, man. yes, that's true. Now, yes. it goes both ways, but too. Get, but, but, you know, it's funny, <laughs> when... <laughs> Your, your partner's <laughs> gagging. Hey, it goes both ways. I've seen, listen, I've seen some female officers where, oh my God, I wanted to commit a crime just so they put their hands on me. Uh, it's probably not a great way to, you know, meet someone, sure. but I mean, it's, it's got a, is it against the law to hit on a police officer? It's not. It's not against the law, no, but I'll tell you this, um, with these young people getting into the career, yeah. you know. They need to be talked to that, you know, that sort of thing. Yes, the uniform has a lot of benefits, that, that's sure. no doubt. But it'll get you in trouble. And, you know, you need to separate. When you are working, um, you separate that stuff. You don't entertain it. You don't um, because... It's serious it, business. It, it, it is. Yeah. And, and eventually... Uh, it's going to end up coming back to your work. Now, if you worked at Walmart or you work at a store and you have a relationship with someone and it goes bad, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, when you're a police officer, it always ends up at the doorstep Absolutely. of your job. Absolutely. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Your job gets involved. If you're a banker or you're working... No, it's, it's a personal relationship in a way. But a police back. officer, oh, it, oh, it, it, oh it, things so. didn't work out. Did you know that this officer was Charles Manson in another life? <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah it, let it, me it, tell it, you about it right now. So you got to, yeah. And we live in a litigious society. Of like, course. I think we talked about it briefly in a break. Are they doing away with the liability the issue? The or? qualified immunity in New York. I, I read yesterday yeah. that it passed some sort of vote. Um, I don't think it's finalized yet, mm -hmm. but, you know, that makes... A, a big difference to law enforcement because you know if you lose qualified immunity now believe me you can sue officers for wrongdoing and 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 civil rights violations and things like that but the qualified immunity if if an officer is acting in good faith then um they would have immunity from um from, from being, being sued, sued personally from being sued they personally. can still sue the department anybody can sue anybody at any time but right but if but if you know the, but, the but listen, municipality claims qualified immunity um, then they wouldn't be able to sue us. So if I arrest somebody mm -hmm. on, on a statute that, say, got taken off the books a week ago, okay, and I arrested them, brought them to jail, they can't sue me because the arrest I did, I didn't intentionally violate their rights by making a false arrest. What I did was I made a mistake, and okay. I still acted in good faith. So if you do away with that, the, the, the amount of lawsuits against law enforcement officers, I just would go through the roof. But, you know, I question, it's not like office, you know, it's not like law enforcement makes a lot of money. What, no. What, what are you going to sue them for? Yeah, they probably won't go, go to, after to their the, they house. Go, no, they, well, they 
you could, but what, what basically they would do is go for the municipality or the county right. or whoever the agency is that you're working for because that's obviously... So if that does happen, then you'll have to be like me. I have liability insurance for millions of dollars just in case someone... And, you know, i tell you something. I document everything with my clients, and yeah. they know this. Yeah. And since doing this since 2004, not one customer complained. Mm-hmm. And I pride myself that because you're right. People will sue you because the coffee's oh, too hot. I, yeah, it's I, crazy. I, how many times I've, I've uh, made an arrest and, you know, I'm going to sue you and I'll see you. Exactly. In court. And, right. I, and I, I give them the same answer every right. time. I said, you know, number one, okay. But if yeah. you win, you're going to be extremely disappointed with what you get because I have nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> knock yeah. yourself out. Yeah, you don't go into law enforcement because you're going to make a ton of money. No. And that's the other thing that people need to understand that. Like we said, there's there's good and bad in every profession. Yes. It's the minority. You don't. I mean, first of all, to be in law enforcement, you have to go. Don't they? Do they still do those like psych exams? Yes, and we have to do a psychological. Do, exam. do they hook you up to the uh, lie detector? Yes, uh, yes. And uh, when I moved to Florida, in Massachusetts, <laughs> we didn't do lie detectors. Really? Yeah, it had no part of. And when I came down here, I'm, they said you got to go to a lie detector. <laughs> Why? I'm like, and, and I was scared to death. So, yeah, I'm, you don't know what they're going to ask you. No, no, you actually do. They give you. They give <laughs> oh, you they a. Do. They okay. give you a book, and you. It's yes, no questions about have you ever, have you ever, have you ever, and then they have some open-ended yeah. questions, and then. The, the the examiner takes the book and goes over that. So you kind of know what they're going to talk about. Okay. But here I am, never done this before. I've been in law enforcement for 13 years at this sure. point. So I walk in there and I said to the guy, I, I don't know why, but I'm nervous as hell. He said, <laughs> he said, I know because your sustained heart rate is 155. <laughs> and I... <laughs> And he goes, I, I, we know, I, 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 I could, I oh laid it, God. and I laid yeah. it all on the table. I mean, I, there was nothing that this guy didn't know about. That me. was another thing that kept me from joining, because listen, I played in rock bands. I was in some famous bands. C- can you imagine the questions they would have asked me? So, um, have you ever, uh, I, I don't know, I can't remember. <laughs> you know, he, shit would be blowing up, right? <laughs> he, he, here's what we tell people. We don't look for angels, we look for honesty. And yes. no one's an angel. Everybody has Everybody, their Everybody, exactly. You know, as long as you haven't robbed a bank or, you know, committed homicide or everyone has a past, we look for honesty, not angels, because there are no angels. Yeah, because you have to, look, you you can't be uh, Andy Griffith and be a, an effective law can't. enforcement. No. Because let's face it, there's a lot of people out there, if they can push the envelope and get over on you. Of course. They will. Yep. And remember, I did say... Is there a little bit of lying going on when you ask questions? When <laughs> when you lie. pull someone over or just talk to them in general, I uh, mean, because oh. you know they say, "Hey, never never tell a cop anything." And really, I grew up where you you had to respect law enforcement because if I didn't, my old man would have. Well, yeah, you know, he would have taken the belt off of his pants. Sure. And yeah. A lot of that is gone now. It, it is gone. And a lot of the parents, it, when we deal with juveniles, believe it or not, the parents get angry with us. Well, why are you hassling the child over really? this? Oh, of course. I yeah. mean, it, it, not all the time, but it happens. And, and you know, this is it's it's totally different. The, the You know, the way, the way things are today from when I started is just night and day. It really is. Um, yeah, it has changed a lot oh. in just, what, the, the last five or ten years sure, probably, and, and right? I, and, you know, I agree with people should know their rights and people, you know, officers should respect people's rights. And, yes. And officers should be respectful and do their job properly. I am the biggest advocate for treating people fairly and correctly mm-hmm. um, and speaking to people like you'd want your family spoken to. I think a lot of times that law enforcement officers, although they have good intentions— they put that badge on and they turn into robots. And, you know, it's all about this. 
I talk to people. I, I don't care if they're under arrest. I talked to a guy one time I arrested for a felony and was taking him to jail. I talked about his child's birthday party that he had last weekend. Oh, he was wow. talking to me about uh, yeah. you know what they did. and There's no reason to... I think cops sometimes are our worst enemies. We're our own worst enemies because of the way we treat people. And if we could just treat it, people it, like people... It's just hard, like I said, if every day you're seeing almost like the worst in society mm -hmm. because look you're not you're not being called to join a birthday party that's oh yeah no <laughs> it's you're being called because somebody's doing something to someone else and you have to enforce the law yep and some and, some people don't understand nice yeah like i talk about talking to that the, the gentleman um and about the birthday party well some people don't understand nice and they only understand this is how we're going to, you know, you can't talk to everyone the same way. So you, the ones you're talking yeah. about breaking the law, they need to go to jail and they're not going to go with the program. Yeah, that's, it's not pretty. Um, even, you know, a lot of these videos that you see um, on YouTube and, and Facebook and all these things that look bad. I mean, it looks bad. A fight looks bad. Of course it does. It, 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 looks, <laughs> it doesn't it does. look great. It's not pretty. And despite the fact that the officer could have done everything right, and of course they edit the first 20 minutes before the video that shows where they got to this point. Yeah. Um, you know, it, do it, it doesn't look pretty, even if the officer's doing the right thing, trying to take someone to custody. And there's no, everyone thinks that we're trained ninjas that you know you go to this academy and you come out and you can take put anyone in handcuffs at any time yeah that's not how it works true. no it's not it Absolutely looks terrible not. not as bad as oatmeal smoothies oh but, that was um, oh you have or no ostrich idea. jerky <laughs> i'm telling you when i came in this morning i said oh i did sergeant Boscio's here i see the dunkin donuts but what the heck is all this stuff right here <laughs> so yeah. um i don't know i think you you may be up for an indictment there about for for trying to poison a police officer I'll I don't tell know. You. <laughs> at least he didn't. At least he's he still laughing about it. At too. least he didn't give me the kangaroo. Did he? Was one of them kangaroo? Yes, one of them was kangaroo. The I beef don't jerky. know, man. Yes, it was. <laughs> really? Did yes. anyone eat the kangaroo? No, we're only doing one a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's blind. It's a blind taste test. Yeah, I I don't do blind taste. I'm sorry. It's yeah. kind of like you go to a bar and they go, "Hey, try drink this." I go, "What is it? Just try it." No, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna try it. I'm not Mikey. This is not a cereal commercial, <laughs> so it doesn't happen. You know, I think. Like, uh, since about 2008, I've been helping a lot because I'm an FRS pension expert. So I've been mentoring students for years. Mm -hmm. And I was involved with law enforcement because they're assigned to the schools. Because, my God, you have to worry about sending your kid into a safe school these days. Yeah. Because how crazy our society is getting. You know what the answer is? More people need to go to church, my friend. Because if you believe in Jesus Christ and God and you're held to a higher power, you're not going to be a raving lunatic with an assault rifle taking people out. That's the darn truth. I said darn instead of the other. I'm trying to <laughs> clean up my act here, Evan. You're all good. <laughs> you're, you're all good. Remember, me. Jesus loves sinners, okay, yes. in all walks of life. Yes. So, you know, maybe the thing is because a lot of officers that I know, they're funny people. And maybe you guys need to do more PR. Maybe you should have That's a band. The, you can you ask know? Evan. I mean, we have officers on his show <laughs> all the time, and it's all about fun. That's yeah. what we do. You, we, we have a lot of fun. you got to cut loose because it's serious business. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of attorneys that are kind of questionable, but I've met a lot of great attorneys that are funny. Mm -hmm. They went into it for the right reason. They didn't go into it like, oh, I want to lie for a living and get paid very well for it. Right. No, they went into it because everyone has a right to be defended, sure. including those that have committed crimes. 
So it's got to be tough because, look, you are, you enforce the law. You can decide whether someone goes to jail or not. Sure. A lot, a lot of times. A lot of times. We have discretion, absolutely. Yes. And, and another thing that's um, that the public doesn't realize is, you know, the body cameras. Body cameras are great, but don't forget, now body cameras limit our discretion. And, <laughs> that's right. Because, you yeah. know, you pull someone over and they seem a little bit tired and they're on camera and guess what? Uh, we're going to have to do what we have to do if a break was going to be given or the benefit of the doubt. But, um, you know, the body cameras, if you have drugs on you, well, it's on camera. It's on camera, you're, right. You're, you're, yeah. you're going to go to jail uh, back in the day. You know, the officers that would take the a little bit of marijuana off the kids, stomp it into the ground, tell them to get the hell out of here. Well, you're not destroying evidence anymore because, and I'm not saying that's anything wrong with that. That's right. using discretion. Yeah. It's um, Well, it's still not legal, right? It's, I mean, it's, it's still not legal. Oh, marijuana is a whole other topic. That we is a whole, a whole different show topic, on right? Because legally, what, uh, I, you can have up to an ounce and you, you no. can, it, no, it's not. No, what is it, the law on In it? Florida, it's illegal. It, it Totally. Absolutely. If you just have one gram on you, it's illegal. Doesn't, you know. It is illegal. Okay. Yes. It, that, that hasn't changed. Nothing's changed. Okay. However, medical marijuana hemp cbd yes. all that stuff has been legalized yes so what that basically means is um everyone you know society's thoughts about marijuana have changed i mean yes they the, have the yes. majority of people in this country want it legalized that that's a true i think the true. main thing is uh there's less violence associated an alcoholic or a drunk sure. is a violent person of they, course they, i mean my god just driving on the streets uh, 95 in a major, uh, it could be 9 o'clock in the morning. And yeah. I'm telling you, I bet people have been hitting the sauce. Yeah, and they're well, hitting the road. And, and they're, they're lunatics. So I think a lot of society says, well, you know, the worst thing that a stoner does is uh, eat too much and go to sleep. Doritos well, well, and watch a movie. Well, what if they're behind the wheel and go to sleep? That's true. <laughs> yeah, well, I you mean, can still be DUI. Yeah. With under the influence of marijuana. So that's so there is no lead. There's no thing like, oh, you can have up to an ounce. They just write you a ticket. No. Well, under 20 grams mm -hmm. is a misdemeanor. Over 20 grams in your possession is a felony. So does, does the officer have the discretion under 20 grams to arrest them or give them a ticket? Yes. Oh, okay. absolutely. Give them a notice to appear. Give them nothing. Um, okay. But I'll tell you now that and it's no secret that these laws are not being enforced like they used to be. Um, State attorneys, you know, I mean, it's it's marijuana, and everyone knows. You you put you bring a small marijuana charge in front of a jury. How many of those jurors are going <laughs> to? I mean, you know, it's well, the it's, attitude yes. has changed. I, I think they'll say of all the things you could be bothering someone for, you arrest them for a joint. And I'll tell you yes. personally, I mean, yeah. I have a I have an obligation to enforce the law. But my personal opinion, I'd rather deal with someone that's high on marijuana than right. than drunk on alcohol or right. high on other illicit on drugs. On meth and oh, oh yeah, God, it, yeah. It, you know, extremely. So there's pros and cons for everything. You know, I don't have all the answers, but you know, attitudes certainly have changed, and those laws are, are really not being enforced like they used to that's for sure and it's like you said though if you have the body cam you really you have no discretion right it, it takes away a lot of that your yeah. sergeant will go uh what are you doing mm -hmm. <laughs> why sure. did you let this person go they broke a law yeah they, yeah i mean look when it comes to law enforcement it's really 
there's very few gray areas. It's black and white pretty much. It, uh, 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 well, you'd be surprised. There are a lot of gray areas. And yeah. what, what, what I try to do is um, I, I look for the greater good. What, what is the greatest good that will come out of this situation? And if I don't have to arrest somebody, if you catch a kid with a six-pack of beer and yeah. he's 18 years old and, you know, he's got no criminal record and, you know, what's the greatest good here? Well, is taking this kid to jail or giving him a criminal charge, is that the best thing? Right. I, yeah. I try to use discretion. Hey, you know, that six pack would look really good in that trash barrel over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I want you to pour it out right yeah, now while which, I'm watching which, which, it. Which, of course, secretly breaks my heart as they pour them out. <laughs> but but I can't talk about that. I'm watching it crying inside. Yeah, you probably had a lot of Boston <laughs> lager up there, didn't you? Sam Adams lager. Sam Adams lager. It's good stuff. <laughs> Do you drink it? I don't even know. Do you drink beer? Nothing, right? No, I actually, I, I'm like one of these kind of people that's like once every six months and it's Kahlua and cream. Really? Kahlua that's it. and cream? Kahlua okay. and cream. It's a wussy drink. Oh, dear. Lord, Sorry. Yes. Does it, does it, you no. know, get you buzzed? No. No? Nothing. I'm just like, it's that much Kahlua and that much cream. That's it. Just because I like the taste. I like to drink, oh. but at home. I don't, I don't like have to deal with driving and stuff. Plus, I'm trying to cut weight, so I haven't had a drink since last weekend because it really gets in the way of trying to lose weight. I it don't does. care. That's true. Sugar and everything. When you drink alcohol, your body is now, it turns into acetate, and it's going to, oh, you know that cheeseburger you had? We're going to store it in your fat because we have to burn the alcohol now. Yeah. And, and the bottom line is, man, I don't want to... I guess technically you could have a drink an hour and be okay, right? Yeah. But who does that? You Nobody. go to a bar, and that bartender's hitting you over the head. You want another? You want another? You want another? Sure. I'm sitting there, you know, milking my, my beer, and the person next to me, and believe me, I'm not a hypocrite. I have drank more times in my life than I've needed to. Sure. <laughs> but the simple fact is you're sitting there, and they're doing two-for-one specials. Yeah. And that person just consumed four or five drinks in the hour. Oh, yeah. Easy. You're done. But, <laughs> you know, it's I got, I have no issue with that. I love going out, and I got yeah, my spots my sure. wife and I go to, and we have a, you know. But look at all of the alternatives to driving. There right. really isn't yeah. an excuse these days. Spend the $7 and get an Uber. I mean, how simple. But a how lot of it simple. is, a lot of it is, is, like I said, I think I've read research on this, that if you basically have one per hour, you'll be okay. Yeah. It's when you start, you know, your friends go, hey, let's all do shots. And all of a sudden, in 15 minutes, you've had five or six drinks. Oh, yeah, sure. And, and yeah, the, the and limit that you metabolize one 12-ounce drink, one shot, or one glass of wine per hour. Per hour, right. Yes. And that typically would be okay yeah. and it also depends i mean if you're uh if you're a five foot two 105 pound female that might be too much yeah it, it, it varies per <laughs> if person you're absolutely. a big weightlifting red meat eater like me it's not going to do much right. you know yep so it, it all and it's tough man because what happens is everyone is doing it and they think it's normal and then it's time to drive home yep. so what do you do Call the Uber. Just get an Uber. Folks, Simple. call the Uber. That $10 is a lot cheaper than 10000 Oh, yeah. And DUIs, they stay for all your yeah, life, they, don't they? they? they yeah, the DUIs are, it's just so avoidable. That's that's Ugh. the only thing I could say about them is these days, so avoidable, you know? And, yeah, the amount of uh, the, the attorney fees and the bond to get out of jail and getting your license back, and it just... You know how much your, your your life is inconvenienced by losing your license. It just goes on and on. It's just so easy. Just 
get get on the Uber app and it's and, and it's, it's so simple. tough. Like I said, I, I really am pro law enforcement. Uh, I think I think they get a bad rap in some communities. But you, like you said, Stewart Martin County. Hey, people are not burning uh, buildings and stuff protesting no. here. We have a great governor in, in Ron DeSantis. Yep. And I think for the most part, Florida. We have our affairs in order. I oh, mean, yeah. people I, pretty Florida. much respect law enforcement, and, and um, you know, I like it that way. It was funny because I was at the um, doing some recruiting at the police academy down in uh, Palm Beach, and they have an equivalency, equivalency of training class, which mm-hmm. means if you're a law enforcement officer from another state, you come, you take this two-week-long class, and you can get certified in Florida. So I went down, I spoke to the class, and just, you know, how many people here from New York? And I'll tell you, 90% of the class exactly, raised their right. hand. They're like, we need, to, you know, they wanted to move to a state, not only for the weather, but where they can get back into a profession that they feel appreciated. Right. And, and um, they weren't feeling that up north. So Yeah, I mean, if you're in Miami, forget it. All bets are off. You oh, might yeah. as well be in New York. Yeah. Or some of the, and, and I got to tell you, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, what a big difference if you're in a small town as opposed to oh, a sure. city like that. Yeah. I mean, you better be thick-skinned. Oh, yeah. I mean, because, again, I can tell you personally, I'm pretty thick-skinned, but I'll take only so many insults to my face. Yep. No, you, you need to have thick skin. You need to just understand that they're talking to the uniform and not yeah. to you personally. Right. And just and do the best you can and be as professional as possible. But yeah, a lot of a lot of. Um, the Are there a shortage of, of a law is law enforcement now? I mean, is there a shortage? Yeah, we're we're having difficulty filling spots. Yeah, and that's a national. I mean, it is national. Yeah, I mean, re- realistically, there. who wants to be a police officer these right. days? And it's sad. I, I I remember the civil service exam in Massachusetts. Um, literally, um, I tried to become a Massachusetts state trooper. Very difficult job to get. Mm-hmm. Um, Took the exam with 60,000 people for a possible 200 openings. Wow. Um, didn't get the job, but now I, I guess they're, um, they're, they're just dying for people. Um, that's just this entire profession is, is really struggling because it's just not who wants to get into this. And you well, know. well, listen, I, I appreciate what you do, and Thank I really you. do because, believe me, uh, most people shouldn't fear law enforcement. They should fear me if they're going to do something to me. So... Uh, we need it. There's no such thing as the. My mom is an 80-year-old in Port St. Lucie, and I'm going to see her later on. And uh, if you do something to my mom, you better hope the police get you yeah, first rather before I. Dealing with you. Yeah, because the, you know, without law and order, what do we have? Anarchy, chaos. I, Everyone's know, packing a gun, and it's like the OK Corral. I, you know, they talk about you know defunding the police and all these things. Well, Insanity. who are you calling? When yeah, someone, who are you going to call? I right. like I forget what I do for work. This is Brian speaking. <laughs> exactly. Right. W- what the hell are you going to do when someone's kicking your door at 2 a.m.? Right. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Well, listen, I've enjoyed having you here. I want to visit your department and yes. talk to the officers about retirement planning. Absolutely. I'd like you to come back on the show. I'd love to. Thank you so much. And folks, make it a great day. Be happy to be alive and do something fun today. So we'll talk to you next week with Today with Denny. Thanks. Thanks.